how to find the truth in a situation, in a time, in a circumstance. Hello, hello, it's Laura Pereca, and today let's talk about how to find the truth in a thing. The problem is when we're not sure what is true, what is actually real. People tell us lies, they mislead us, deceive us for obvious reasons, some of which are to profit, others are because they're in fear themselves, and they just want to confirm their own biases so they will lie and not tell the truth or hide the truth. How do we solve this problem of not knowing what's actually true and what's not? Well, I've got two ideas for you, and the first one might surprise you. The first idea is use your intuition. Intuition is unconscious thinking. It is the part of you that knows something. That's how penicillin was created. It was created by uh, someone having an intuition. And many, many of our discoveries in our country and abroad have all been through intuition. You have had that still small voice inside of you that has told you things that you wouldn't have consciously known. It's an unconscious thinking. And sometimes it comes in a flutter, other times a strong conviction. But using your intuition is one way to find the truth. What's the problem with that? Well, the problem is most people can't hear it. You can't hear that still small voice inside of you trying to communicate with you. <laughs> so I have some ideas for you, as I'm sure you thought I would. What are some things you can do to help your intuition rise to the surface to be able to help you find the truth in a thing? Well, one is take a walk. Taking a walk is severely underrated. Taking a walk can really help you clear your mind Breathe some fresh air and take a moment to de-stress and to relax and to get back in touch with yourself and with nature. Look around, see things that you may have not been aware of or paid attention to. I always say, look, see what you see, not what someone else tells you to see. And one way to help you get back in touch with yourself and with your intuition is to take a walk. Look around and see things. Also going out in nature. When's the last time you went out into nature and just felt so awesome, so connected, so real? Take a walk, go out in nature. And here are two more ideas, two more ideas. Mindfulness and meditation. What is mindfulness? Mindfulness is being aware of your mind and what it's doing, <laughs> being aware, being present. <laughs> um, in uh, education, we use the word metacognition. Metacognition is thinking about what you're thinking about, and it's a very valuable trait or skill to be able to think about what you're thinking about. Catch yourself thinking and pay attention to that. So mindfulness is great. Meditation is fabulous. Hard to do, granted. That's why most people don't do it. But meditation is a surefire way to help you get in touch with your true inner being and help you be more intuitive. One of the ways to start meditating is to go online and find some mindful meditations that you can listen to. Uh, one caution <laughs> is that if you lie down while you listen, you just may fall asleep, just like yours truly. 
and I've fallen asleep during many a meditation in my past because <laughs> I preferred to lie down than to sit down. Uh, however, you can sit, you can even stand, you can even have a walking meditation. Next time you go for a walk, try that. Try walking along and meditating. And while you meditate, it's helpful to either hum or repeat a little mantra or just say something to yourself like maybe a quiet talking to yourself inside your head maybe a very attentiveness to be open to and aware to what may come your way maybe a butterfly fluttering by would be a little message so meditation and mindfulness and walking and going out in nature these are all things that help you Get in touch with your intuition. And I'll tell you a fifth one. And that is diligence. Due diligence. Let's say you're trying to solve a problem, a current situation. If you are spending your time using your noggin, using your brain to work hard and think and come up with ideas and strategize and research, you are more likely to have intuition tap you on the shoulder. How can that be? Wait a minute, I'm busy using my mind. Well, yes, you are. You're busy focusing and trying. But in that work, perhaps the gods or the angels or your inner being or your higher source or God or whatever you want to call it, uh, looks down upon you and recognizes your due diligence and allows you that extra unconscious thinking and gives you intuition. How else can we find the truth? Because that in and of itself could be an episode, just talking about your intuition. But I always aim to please, and so I'm going to give you another idea. How else can you find the truth in a thing? Well, seek it. Critical thinking. You've often heard me say the mind is like a balloon. Once you blow it up, it can never go back to its original size. A balloon blown up and then when you let the air out does not go back to the original size and neither does your brain. The more you help the brain make connections and uh, think, the better it will be at critical thinking. Now, oftentimes we think we just need to keep learning. Learn, 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 learn. But the truth is we need to unlearn some things. We need to relearn some things in a different way. We need to combine maybe different ideas, different things, different industries, different uh, concepts. So critical thinking is a very huge, broad, boy, we could talk about that for a long time, a very broad uh, field. However, if you want to find the truth of a thing, you got to get good at critical thinking. Aside from intuition, those are the two best answers I have for you. Your intuition and your ability to think. Your ability to control your mind. Take a, a Critical thinking is just one part of taking control of your mind. So, boy, there's another episode. I think I have a lot of things to talk to you about. about. Maybe you ought to stick around because we have a lot of things to share, my friend. So critical thinking is uh, not just synthesis and analysis and evaluation. It's also being willing to learn, to unlearn, to relearn. What is relearn? It's to learn something again. What is unlearn? It is to not learn it. It is to stop <laughs> knowing it and to know something different. People hate change. That's why they're not willing to do these things usually. 
It's kind of natural for our brains and our bodies to want convenience and ease. But I've told this to you before, that small part of you wanting convenience and ease is not worthy to be the captain of your ship, the leader of your new destiny. We must get to the helm. We must decide we are going to be in charge. You take charge of your body, don't you? You go to the gym, you work out, you eat properly because you want to control your body. What about controlling your mind? You have a hand. Look at your hand. You have a hand, but you are not your hand. You have a brain, but you are not your brain. You use your brain. I've taught seven-year-olds how to sit and meditate and to control their bodies. I would say to them, fold your hands, sit up tall. If a fly lands on your nose, don't swat it off. If an ant crawls up your pants, don't wiggle. They would all giggle and laugh when I said that because sitting in the classroom, of course, there are no ants to crawl in your pants. But they could all relate to that. And once they felt capable of controlling those little squirrely bodies that wanted to move, they felt empowered. They began the process of controlling themselves. Discipline, self-discipline, not imposed, but self-discipline. So you too, even though you may hate change, can control your mind and have a better ability for critical thinking because more willing to learn, unlearn, relearn. Another thing about change, not just that it's hard, because it is, Um, And for natural reasons, our bodies, for example, want to make everything easy to conserve energy. So going to the gym, if you do the same thing over and over, you find you're getting less results. That's because your body's adapting, saying, oh, we know how to do this. We'll use the least amount of energy to get this done. And it's the same with your brain. Your brain says, oh, I know that path. I'll just hop on a familiar pathway in my brain to handle that problem because it's conserving energy. Because back in the day, Maybe resources were slim and we needed to conserve energy and do things in the most resourceful way, the most economical way. So it only makes sense that we have to take a look at that and say, okay, but now we need to uh, maybe fight that little piece of, of um, genetics or, or our history. Another problem that we would have to face to be able to help us find the truth in a thing is that comforting lies are easier to handle than the harsh truths. How often have you wanted to just stick with a comforting lie? <laughs> it's easier than handling the harsh truth, for example, of the man who's not in, in love with his wife anymore. But he stays because it's a harsh truth. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings. Uh, it's easier than change. Uh, it's more comforting to just lie to yourself and say, yeah, I can handle this. I can put up with the monotony and boredom and and lack of personal and professional growth that this relationship will afford me. Yeah, comforting lies are more easy to handle sometimes than the harsh truths. Another reason um, it's hard for us to employ our critical thinking and find the truth is um, it's hard to find sometimes. Sometimes the truth is hard to find. Think about it. Think about the fake news out there. Every single college class I taught when I was a professor at the college, I had to help 
my students with fake news because when I was young, there wasn't much news out there and most of it was true. And now there's a lot, a lot, a lot of news out there. We're super saturated with information. It's not about information. It's about which information is the right information. It's about fake news, faking people out to think that it is true news. Even advertisements try to make it sound like they are truths when in reality they're just pushing a product. Another problem is when truths are mixed in with lies. It can be hard to decipher a lie if it's mixed in with things that are the truth. How do you find the truth in a thing when there's a few truths here and a few lies and people are saying this and that and you're like, you know, I don't even know which of these things is true. I call it senior information or senior data. Find out the most important stuff and that's what you need to focus on rather than the little things that may be true but may be distractions. They may not have to do with it. When I was teaching third and fourth grade, oftentimes in the word problems for mathematics, they would throw in little facts that were true but had nothing to do with the solution to the problem. They might say, for example, uh, Mary wanted to buy a dozen uh, oranges at the store because she needed three for Aunt Mary as well as some for her own family. And um, she stopped by the store at five o'clock how many oranges were for her and her family. <laughs> and the students would be throwing in that number five, which the five o'clock had nothing to do with the problem. So oftentimes the truths are mixed with other truths that have nothing to do with what you're looking for. What about propaganda? Do you even know where that word came from? Back in the day, propaganda was actually information given to you by the government. But when, for example, Hitler gave a lot of misinformation, the word propaganda became negative. It became like, oh, don't listen to propaganda. <laughs> uh, but back in the day, that was what you did listen to because it was the truth. It was what was going on and what you needed to know, how you could handle things if you knew the truth. Oh my, oh my, oh my. How to find the truth is not an easy thing. I won't pretend that it's easy. I know it's a big problem in our society today. And here, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what makes it even worth worse. <laughs> Here's what makes it worse. And you must look at this as well if you're going to find solutions. Many people have a hard time with the truth because they need approval. They are so busy worried about what other people think about them. That man who can't leave his wife is so worried about what other people in his community will think if he runs off with one of his students uh, is, is incapable of letting go of that approval that he gets from others by staying in his dead marriage. Other people don't want to make waves. How many people have you known that are so mild and meek that they can't afford to make waves? They would rather live in a lie than tell the truth because um, they would get too much backwash, backslash, back, whatever the word is. Back, uh, I'm sure you've got the word already for me. They don't want to make waves. Has that ever been you? All of us are guilty of that at one time or another. Here's another example. Clinging to an earlier decision. I made a decision that I was going to eat oatmeal every morning and by gosh, by golly, even though it's not fitting in or working out with my system, I'm going to stick to this because this is what I said I'd do. <laughs> I'm going to run every day even though my shins are hurting and I've got to go to the chiropractor over this bad foot because I said I was a runner. That's who I am. That's who I have to be. I've already decided. Clinging to earlier decisions can be a problem. Remember, I said you have to learn to unlearn some things. We need to unlearn, be willing to relearn. 
Has this been helpful? Because we've gone over our 15 minutes, gosh darn it. Sometimes you got to work hard to find the truth, but it's worth it. Believe me, it really, really, really is. And I am guilty myself of having these problems. This is why I share with you, because I want to grow too. Do you want to grow? I do. I really, really do. Leave me a voice message or write to me at laura at sevendailyhabits.com. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Have a good time today seeking the truth. (laughs) Bye.